Hey, and thanks for tuning in to German Chocolate, Life of a Mixed Girl. I'm Jess, a.k.a. German Chocolate. And for all of you that have Spotify, now see my weird face <laughs> when I say that and uh, how I move. So, hey, if you don't know what I look like, this is what I look like. And as you can see, or maybe hear in a minute, I have a guest on the show today, as promised, for the VO Corner miniseries. The first one, I have Kevin Komet. Here, Kevin has been voice acting for about three years. And I have his website and Instagram and everything in the description if you want to check out what he sounds like, what he does, and everything. And why Kevin? <laughs> why Kevin? Because... Uh, I don't even know how I stumbled across, to be honest, but about six months ago when I started this voice acting journey, he was one of the like first three, four people that I got in contact with, and he is uh, now in the top two of the people that constantly still engage in my content on Instagram and that I engage in, and it's super fun, and I'm so excited. Thanks for coming onto the podcast. Hi, Kevin. Hi. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, sweet. We already yeah. started the uh, the conversation a little bit um, before we came on and exchanged some valuable information about some of the software that you should and shouldn't use and how we're doing and whether or not we like narrating audiobooks, which Kevin will find out soon or, <laughs> you know, yeah. if he does like it or not. <laughs> you said it's a small like novel you're working going to be working on, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I I have a it's like a small novella kind of book. I mean, it's very thin. It's like a Cliff Notes uh, size book. Um, there's about eight or nine chapters and each chapter is about a thousand words each. So it's very small, but it, it allows me to dip my toe into the audiobook world um, and see whether or not I like it. And so far, it's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, the way you were describing the website that you used, I'm like, that's a lot of like, for a full novel, that's a lot of turnaround. And I'm not sure I'm ready for that commitment because I do have a full-time job outside of voice acting still. Um, and I, I just don't think I have the time to dedicate to an audio book, like full novel. Yeah, that's so. exactly. And mine wasn't even a novel. They were like, okay, 10,000 words. So I was Googling how long does a voice actor take to do it because I did some master classes on the narrating and things. And I mean, my, I think it's good that you're saying the small chapters. So this was 10,000 words, a three hour audiobook with a seven day turnaround, which ended up being 14 days. We were cool because <laughs> I also have a full time job uh, yes. and a kid. So it's uh, definitely, it was very, and it was more business marketing. Um, before I tried that out, I saw that um, someone else on Instagram, she does like the graphic audio. So it's more like character. Uh, and I was mm. like, maybe I want to do that one day. But I, even though it's fun and it was kind of engaging, it wasn't like I have three more articles I have to do for this app that I'm um, uh, voicing for, which coincidentally is also for my day job. So it was really cool that they're looking for voice actors. And I was like, right here. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, these are articles. So like in an app, you usually read the articles and I'm narrating the articles. So these are between two and six minutes. So the editing mm -hmm. is not as extensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's about where I'm at with um, the chapter of the this book that I'm currently working on. Um, it's uh, roughly around like, yeah, two to four minutes per chapter. And so it's the the editing is 
much easier. I can't, I can't imagine like, yeah, an entire novel and just like this long, I mean, that's like th when, by the time you're done with it, that's like three hours worth of, of, ed you know, finished it's three hours. Yeah. So it's like much more editing. That, I can tell you, like it was in total 25 hours <laughs> to do everything. They say wow. that if it's a three hour book, it will take you six hours for narrating approximately. And then for each hour of narrating, I think it is like two, three hours of editing. And then if it's the first time and then also with the software I'm using, I'm using the Adobe Audition. So thanks for the tip with the audacity that that might help with some of the mouth smacking because I really like yeah. went and scrolled really close and then they're like the tiny little things. So I was like, I can see them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that like people really understand, like once you get into like voiceover or audio editing or anything audio wise, and someone's speaking, it's like, you know, you, we we start noticing stuff like that. And it, it just like drives us insane because we want it to be the best product we can put out there. And uh, yeah, most, I mean, you know, most other people probably just like don't even care, you know, but for me, I'm just like, if I hear one <laughs> little like mouth clack I'm just like, oh, it just drives me insane. Yeah, It's so bad because I'm so perfectionistic on things too, which is a little bit my downfall with a lot of the technique. I'm like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. And then I like, I'm so in my head. But I told yeah. for like the last few chapters, I was like, all right, I'm sorry. It just won't be the exact same standard. And uh, so ACX also does like quality checks. So you, there's like certain things you have to have uh, in order for them to accept your files. So sometimes I would upload it and they'll be like, eh, over zero dB. I was like, it wasn't when I downloaded it. And then they're like, eh, it, your RMS is 0 0.01 over what we want it to be from the loud level. And then finally everything's in, it's not complaining. And then I send it off. They're like, thank you for sending it off. We will now quality check your work. It could take five to 10 business days before you know if it's been approved. And I'm like, ah, oh, what if they say no? So the day it came in and it said, congratulations, your audiobook is done. Here's the promo codes you can send. And I was like, I, I wanted to pop open the bottle of anything <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's, that's a big, that I, yeah. That, a big relief. I can't imagine waiting five days for something, a project that large to get the thumbs up. Like, oh man, it would drive me insane. <laughs> on a personal note, you were um, on your Insta story. I saw that you and your wife were going to like a convention or like a Comic Con or something. So where, mm -hmm. where did you guys go to? And biggest question, did you go for the voice actors and did you interact? Oh yeah. So, um, we yeah we we went up there because we've been going to anime convention since well she's been going since 2003 i've been going since 2005 um she 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 goes for cosplay because she actually makes costumes for musical theater in the city and um she's just she loves costumes so we went up there her and her friend cosplayed i just kind of carried all of their stuff in my she didn't make bag. you a costume or you don't yeah. want to wear it. <laughs> I, she makes I, great yeah. Costumes. yeah. Yeah. She's great. Uh, I, I didn't want to cosplay this week, that weekend. Um, so I didn't, cause I was there to focus on the voiceover stuff. And um, there was one voice actor there that I wanted to meet really badly. Cause he's probably my favorite voice actor. Who's uh, Johnny Young Bosch. 
Um, he's Ichigo from Bleach. He's Vash the Stampede from Trigun um, and a lot of other stuff as well. But um, I didn't get the chance to meet him. Uh, the convention was kind of not really well put together because of COVID and all this stuff. It was like the first year that it came back. And it just like the way it, they didn't have like a good... Um, even on their website, like a good listing in times of when he would be there to autograph stuff. Oh man. You know, so I, I just kind of like missed out on all of it, but, um, uh, we were walking around the dealer hall and I don't want to say the person's name because then I don't want people to flood to their account oh, and okay. I hear you. start, you know, asking them for advice. Um, but I met someone, a voice actor, uh, and um, I went up to them and I said, hi, my name's Kevin and I'm a voice actor. I, and I, I'm saying this not to brag, but just to you know, let you know that I've done a bigger job and I, I, so that I'm serious about this. I'm not, you know. I hear what and, you mean. Everybody is a yeah. voice actor in the, right now, right? So, right. Yeah. Right. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm in, um, I'm the voice of uh, Velric in Final Fantasy Brave, Exvius, War of the Visions. And they said, oh, I'm this character in that game. And I was like, oh, because no it, it wasn't on their banner. And so um, we started talking and they were a really nice person. And um, we connected online and they, they, asked me for my info and they connected with me and I I'm I'm just like completely flabbergasted at the amount of help this person has already given me and um it's what I want to do in the future for people that if if I can get you know again I'm not saying that I'm gonna make it into the world of anime and be this like big anime actor or video game actor. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of work. I could just yep. do that one final fantasy job. And that's, that's my claim to fame it, for the rest of my life. It, that could happen. Even though but, I don't believe it, you're super ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> so my, it's, I think it's not a, if it's a when time, but I hear what you're saying. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, um, I, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I definitely, want to be able to help people who are in my shoes right now when i when i'm in bigger shoes in the future and yeah so it it ended up being even though i didn't get to meet johnny young bosch i met this other person and it was uh uh it was awesome it was awesome it's, i i don't even know how to describe it that's so, like the best case scenario because i'm always like oh everybody's probably flooding so and so and i was thinking the same i went to um, the Central Florida Comic Con, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna volunteer uh, just to be around uh, the people, like see the back scene of it. Maybe I'll be able to, you know, roam around a little freer. And uh, <laughs> it was a little chaotic too. And um, I didn't really know a lot of the voice actor because it was a smaller one too down here. And um, it was hilarious because I, there was a voice actor who was coincidentally looking for his booth um and I was just kind of guiding and directing people with my like yellow staff shirt and he was really <laughs> like so silly and awkward in a way and like he was like oh I don't know where to go where's my person like and I was like uh, I looked him up and I was like here your booth is over there and then like a couple of hours later he was standing like like right here he's like hey 
are you still standing where you were standing before? And I was like, I don't know who that is. Like, why are you asking me? I was like, yeah, because I can't find my booth again. I was like, oh, I heard some people earlier say your name. You're the milkshake on that one show or whatever. He's like, yeah, because earlier I was like, I didn't, I, I was just standing there. So I didn't want to say, hey, I'm like a beginner voice actress. It's so cool to meet you. So I was just like, what do you, who do you voice or something? I said, just in the rush of everything. And he was like, uh, 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 and like walked <laughs> off. He didn't even say anything. <laughs> so that Wait, was so my only experience. <laughs> do you, do you, so do you, did you find out who it was or, or what it was? Uh, yeah, D- D- Dana Snyder. So he was like, I found him on Instagram too. I was like, oh, here goes nothing. Remember the girl? You were like, hey, can't find my whatever. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. really hard when you're trying to connect with people that are either not really a lot on Instagram or have that filter for, you know, their people that are not in their primary. So never seen my message, but it would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. So wait, so it was the guy, is that the guy that does um, Master Shake? Yeah, from- yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the yeah. one. So you know him. I didn't, I saw people yeah. like say his name. And then later when they told me who it was, I saw someone had a t-shirt on with it. And then like, I, I went home and I checked it out. I was like, oh, that's a cool character. <laughs> yeah, that guy's, uh, yeah, that guy's like big time, you know, like primetime TV, like Cartoon Network. He does stuff on Fox, you know, for He's probably been in episodes of Bob's Burgers and stuff like that. So yeah, I saw a lot, got... a lot of like wonky, quirky characters on there too. But like, yeah, I, I didn't know like his name. I usually, if I like something specific, I'll go look. Ooh, who's the voice actor for this? But that wasn't on my radar. Like you know, my dream thing is like, um, I'd love to be on like uh, adult like animated shows, like you know, Inside Job that's on Netflix or Big Mouth from Nick Kroll, like stuff like oh, that. Yeah. He's so cool. And I saw, like, this is like the genre. I was like, that would have been the perfect person to just kind of mingle and and talk. Uh, On that note, what is your ultimate dream goal to do? You kind of touched on it with the anime thing, but what is the one thing that sparks your motivation? Um, Yeah, I I mean, you know, I was asked this question before uh, on a friend's, on on another podcast that my friend runs. and I gave him the answer of just being like, yeah, I want to be like the lead in, you know, an anime or something, you know, like uh, I want to be the Naruto or the Ichigo or, you know, like the main character in like a massively popular anime. And and then they were like, oh, well, how come like what about like being Homer Simpson in, the, in like something bigger? And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess, you know, I, did, I don't know. I didn't think of that. So but yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily think that I have a goal because when I, when I achieve a goal, I set another goal and it's mm-hmm. almost like I'm never happy and I never want to slow down. Um, but I mean, yeah, I guess like if it, it, long, long answer short, yeah, <laughs> just like lead, lead role in, in an anime so that, like I said, so that, you know, I can inspire people. And that is the hardest mm-hmm. genre anyways. I mean, I grew up on Sailor Moon. Like for me, I was, I legit like got my friends to play Sailor Moon with me, even friends that were older. Like I've been told on radio like before, like the way you say things makes people believe it. And it always worked back then too, not in a manipulative way, but more in a like inspiring way. So I was like looking at nature in a different way and everything's magical. <laughs> 
like super yeah. cheesy a little bit, but Sailor Moon's like my thing. And um, Katie Lee, she's a voice actress. Uh, and uh, um, I did like a workshop with her and I, I looked her up uh, for other things she did because she usually lists like, hey, I'm the voice of your childhood, like um, animations and things. And I saw that she got to voice like this like Sailor Mouse kind of character. I was like, oh my God, you got to be like on like a Sailor Moon thing. And yeah, yeah, it would be nice to do something like that. But I think what changed from how we grew up and how it's now, you know, you might notice when you talk to friends, it's not like, hey, did you watch the episode of The Big Bang Theory or something? Because it's not like the prime time what's on Fox NBC that people watch anymore. You have all these streaming platforms that all have original shows. Then you have YouTube and TikTok. So nobody really watches the same things anymore. So the likelihood of a bunch of people like with Naruto and, and like Pokemon to for it to be that big is harder. Even though in anime, it's probably easier because through my son he loves like demon slayer and and like yeah. um my hero academia and stuff and that is really big you see it everywhere so i watch the stuff we watch black clover right now and i'm like this. so I, I get that so i like also your approach that you say you don't have that one dream and then that's like the one because a lot of times you work towards it and then you branch off into like different areas and you realize you might be better or that might be like where it takes off so it's it's also not discouraging to keep your avenues open. So I don't have anything specific either, but definitely for me just yeah. to be in like an animated series. And then um, you were saying five, 10 year plan. Also, I have a, a 10 year, 15 maybe year plan. <laughs> I would love to be in uh, a Disney or Pixar because I, my whole journey started with singing. And if I could mix it together and I want to, create emotions for people that's why voice acting and regular acting is cool too it's theater acting but that's it's so different and i i want to be like that voice that causes the emotion for somebody it's so inspiring yeah yeah and and you know i i've never acted um ever like uh on stage or as a kid or in high school or anything um but what's weird to me because I, I listen to another podcast that a voice actor runs uh crispin freeman uh, it's called Voice Acting Mastery, and he interviews other voice actors, and he'll always, it's, it's just like what you're doing with me right now, where it's like, you know, what, where did you start, or how did you, what's your beginnings, and this and this and that, and even Crispin himself, uh, a lot of them, like, more than half come from a theater background, and so to me, it's like theater and anime go like these are anime voice actors i'm talking about like theater and anime actually go like hand in hand and part of me uh, maybe when the summer hits and the weather gets warmer and i'm willing to leave my house a little bit more and drive around like find some sort of adult theater classes just to um open myself up you know be able to uh perform in that way because when you you know, my wife works in theater, like I had said, and, and, you know, we would go, we go see, you know, theater occasionally. And you see these people and they like, they remember all of their lines. They're not, you know, <laughs> as, as a voice actor, we're sitting in a booth with a paper in front of our face. Right. And they have to like, remember their lines day after day. Plus on top of it, dance moves mm -hmm. and they have to act and they have to like do it all convincingly. And like, to me, theater acting, if you can, even be halfway decent at that 
it will help you tremendously as a voice actor. That's just kind of what I picked up through Crispin Freeman's podcast. That's really interesting but, that you say they do have that uh, in in yeah. in their background because like my favorite one is uh, Joey Zia. I mean everybody probably follows him. Like he is like on YouTube also everywhere. He's like tons of hundreds of thousands of followers doing like all kinds of voices and things. I really love him and and his approach, but he comes from a military background. He has no background and he is really good. And when I I think what intrigued me about yours is that not only do you do really good voices that also sound convincing, it's like you do act in it already. So you have, you know, what maybe some other people at the beginning, if they don't have a theater background, still have to learn the acting part of voice acting. So everybody can always learn. I'm always learning too. And I have a theater background and I did have to do the singing and dancing because they were all musicals and learning the lines for like three, four months after work. It was a part-time job at the, at that theater. And it was, uh, it was a um, community theater, but they did charge and it was like 2000 seats and they were always full in the summer. So January we started rehearsing and depending on what it was, they would bring an acting coach in, then a vocal coach for singing. Then we would have choreographies and, if it was like fencing, people would have to learn fence or something. So it was super extensive. And with the lines, I also never thought I could do it. And the whole improv, like if you forget, somebody else forgets, somehow you need to keep the scene going because the people are going to know this because as soon as you break character, it's going to ruin everything. So to me, going on stage was always really like, like the two hours before I was really tense. I don't know how I made it through everything. And then afterwards we would take a shot and then I'd be fine. That's why... (laughs) I prefer this in here. The, I'm reading it, but now I'm doing the mistake. I'm like, I'm reading it. And a lot of people tell me, don't read it. And I'm actually taking this really, really good um, class, a voice acting class with the Howard Fine Acting Studio from L.A. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty affordable for the fact that you get David Curry in there. And he... It's mind blowing. If you ever want to take something where they really focus on your acting and your voice, it's not like any of the workshops or anything you take. He legit the first class lectures and really teaches you. And he's like the vowels and your face. And if you do these hand movements, it sounds different and how you can stand out in auditions. And then you have assignments and then he critiques them and then you speak in voices. So he it's phenomenal. I, out of everything I've done, I'm just in awe. And I want to take more classes whenever they become available. But I had to think of you. Ah, sorry. I'm like trying to get everything in. But have you You're heard good. of um, Real Voice LA, the, uh, the things they do? Because they're... Um, I, yeah, I, I follow them on Instagram, but um, I I never really... I haven't like looked into them yet. For you, I think that would be something really cool. I did a few of them. And once I'm done with all the other classes, I'm taking improv classes online right now and that character class. And then um, they do, it was on Mondays with with Matthew Rudd. And now he does it on Thursdays, I think. You got to check, but it's only $30. And you go in and it's usually like six to eight people for, I think, two hours. And like you have to script and then you just go for it. Like you go for an audition and then he like directs you and you can just practice with people. And there were people also in there that are in anime that just come to refresh their skills. So you're together with there with people that have been in the business for years and like newer people. So if you ever want to just do like a cheap thing, 
I have to think of you because that's something I think you would really like doing. <laughs> yeah, send it to me um in on Instagram. Yeah, in the it's DM. the VO yeah. workshop that I mean that's the best thirty dollars spent on my advertising like crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, me. for thirty bucks, that's that's an everybody should bust out a pen right now and write this down. Whoever I know, but I wanted to I wanna keep it a secret so it's not so full. <laughs> But, yeah. but speaking of that, it was interesting because on um, on Casting Call Club, uh, the um, I found you on a on a project I auditioned for, and you ended up getting it. Yeah. And I think he hadn't casted any of the others because it's still open for all the other roles except for yours. Yeah. So uh, he he he's actually having um, issues with it just because it's it is a a fan dub, and those are you know relative you know they're they're not. When you try to upload a fan dub on YouTube or any other streaming platform, oh. they take them down because it's like legal reasons. So I, I, at this point, I think that the project isn't even going to work. I've learned so, that with so that, many projects or they just take a really long time because I did get cast for like a few things. And then because they're passion projects, people get busy, stuff happens. And you're like, hey, I send you lines. Is it ever gonna? And then they, you don't even hear back. They don't even like tell you if they stopped it or anything yeah. but i i do love it because you can practice so i know you have like an animation reel i just have a um a commercial one so i have all the samples like on my website from the things just to uh have something on there but i you posted something on instagram saying hey you like haven't really taken enough advantage of casting call club and this year you really want to hone into it so how has it been so far since you've been back on the platform oh it's great so what i did was um I paid for the membership, which is like 180 for the year. Um, that allows you to uh, message as many people as you want and uh, view other people's profiles and see who who's viewed yours and all these other things that you're not able to do with the free one. Um, and then I also signed up through their partnering company. They partner with Closing Credits, which is a school. And their membership, I bought the most expensive one, which was 500 bucks for a year but they give you, they give you 50 credits and you use the credits to then pay for the classes. So I went through voiceover 101, um, which was 10 credits. And then the next one I'm going to take is 201 and then 301. So there's like the three voiceover classes through them and all together it costs, uh, 50 credits. So basically for my 500 bucks, I'm getting all three voiceover classes that they offer. And the first one is only six weeks, but then voiceover two, 201 and 301, when it gets more advanced and the classes yeah. become smaller in size, those are 12 weeks each. Yeah, that, so, I, I, I signed up for the, uh, I, I signed up for closing credit too. That's why I was curious yeah. if that's what you did. Cause I, I once like mm -hmm. saw you posted something and I was like, oh, this doesn't look like a submission, but I didn't click on it. So I was wondering, I signed up for the 201 and now it makes me feel like, oh my God, if you're signed up for one-on-one, -on -one, should I have, should I have signed up for it? Was it worth taking one-on-one? -on -one? Cause I, I'm starting the 201 in March. Yeah. So, I mean, for 201, it was more just like a lecture of like how to, um, you know, as a voice actor, what to look out for, because uh, you have to, you you are your own business and you have to watch out mm -hmm. for yourself. So they're kind of telling you that and showing you how to like, you know, look out for yourself. They're also teaching things. And then the the, um, the submissions that you said you saw on my account, um, that was for uh, at the end of each class, they would be like, okay, go on the website. We have this um, monologue that we want you to read and record and upload, hmm. and then we'll give you feedback on it. 
Sweet. With and assignments so, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there were assignments and you, you know, no matter what, like even one-on-one, you're out, you, your teacher isn't your other teacher who isn't your other instructor. They all have different opinions on things and it's always good to gr take those opinions and, and with a grain of salt and just kind mm -hmm. of form your yeah. own and, and kind of just, so you're always going to learn something new, regardless if it's 101 or 301 or 801, you're right. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately I, and I, I mean, like I have it written in my calendar, something happened and I cannot prove it, uh, unfortunately. And I did not, I did not get signed up into the 201 class, which starts on like March 3rd. And so now I'm not sure how long they're going to wait to open more classes. Hmm. So I'm, I hope I don't have to sit here for like 12 weeks and wait for this round of 201 to be over because I, re, I like, you know, basically for 500 bucks for 30 weeks of classes, yeah. 30, 30 weeks of classes and each class in 201 and 301 are like two hours long. Yeah. Like that's the, that's, that's like one of the most affordable voice acting courses you can possibly do. Oh, 100%. That's why I was also yeah. like, I like closed my eyes. I was like, it's an investment. It's not like you just, I mean, you are spending money at the beginning on, on your equipment. Some of the stuff I already had from like, like singing and, and stuff before, but definitely like the mic. Then I got the, I got the sure at first. And that one actually works horrible in a regular booth <laughs> because it, picks yeah. up everything and the voice somehow not as much i don't know how all these other great podcasters are doing it i got like a dynamite stick for it to amp it and so then i went with the road and that one's been working better but um yeah all this equipment and the classes but whenever you do hear like like i don't know if you attended some of like the events where the voice actors talk from closing credit like the hustle of voice acting or whatever i mean everybody yeah. will always tell you to i almost forgot <laughs> Everybody always tell you to not be cocky and just get started, which I never would. Like, like we were talking about if you have background in acting or not, it's something completely different. And no matter what background you have, unless you actually act it, voice act it, there's, you need to take some sort of class. And like everyone, I think we all took some kind of coaching at the beginning that was way overpriced, but uh, it was still worth the experience and uh, and the journey. So this is definitely cast, uh, like closing call credit is, is definitely worth it. So I'm crossing my fingers that that um, turns out to not be, you know, a loss on that because I think they really do only have the those select like weeks uh, with the with that 201. I'm also taking the audio engineering for voice actors because of, you know, what we talked about the smacking the here yeah. and how can I maybe get more efficient with it and how can I work my room a little <laughs> bit better. Um, so that's it's it's crazy there's so much going on so but for for this year what's your like a, approach like like for me as an example i made like small quarterly goals i'm i'm like i'm a project manager in the real world and, and uh so i'm really like organizing and managing it as project i have like my audition tracker project tracker and i go with it so i set quarterly goals of things are, that are in my control that I want to do and something I'd like to achieve. So for me, it was like going on a convention, uh, taking certain classes if I want to do another demo reel or things like that. And then from there, build on 
other goals. So I don't have what you said at first, one big goal, and then you get lost in it. So what's 2022 right. like for you on your like list? Um, it, 2022 is just about, um, I, I want to, I want to use casting call club, uh, as much as I can. And I want to utilize it for everything that it offers because it is, in my opinion, uh, one of the better, um, affordable websites yeah. re and, and reputable websites that you can use, uh, to get started or even just advance your, advance your level. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that. And just the biggest thing for me is just keep doing what I'm doing and network, 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 talk to people. Do not be afraid to ask questions. The worst that can happen is that they say no. Yep. Um, or not answer, like, but that's the worst. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, like, like, again, at the convention, I met this voice actor and it, it worked, you know, like it is like I'm being helped and they don't have to, but they are. And it's a game to me right now. It's a game changer. And um, uh, I have friends, you know, put yourself out there. Let your family and friends know people who who don't do that. People who are afraid to tell their other their friends or their family, extended family or whatever, co-workers that they're like, oh, I want to be a voice actor. Like they're too shy because like people, they don't want to be made fun of or something. Do it because. Yeah, I agree. I, I I just, um, I don't want to, I don't want to like say, I'm not going to say too much about it. Um, and it's not even a, sh a sure thing. It's like a 90% thing right now. So I could just, you're this, smirking but, for everyone that can't see he's smirking, <laughs> but it it's, um, a potential not anime, not video game voiceover job, TV related that could be, uh, could be in syndication. And so I would basically be like the intro voice of the show being like, you know, <laughs> on good morning, America, like this, whatever, like, you know, today, like, you know, you have you that know, voice. It's so com like, comforting. I could totally see that. Yeah, but yeah. So it's like, I'm hoping that goes through and, um, you know, it, it's just take what you could get always. And, and I got it because I put my name out there and someone was like, Hey, I have a, I have an acquaintance who needs a voiceover for this thing. Here's their info, message them. So I emailed this person. They got back to me right away. And that's, it was just all word of mouth. It was all networking. That's what, that's because, like, I can't wait yeah. to get out and like network more. This whole, like trying to reach out like over creepy Instagram or something. But I, 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 I do as well. And what you say, I, I'm not scared to tell people because this is not nothing to be ashamed about. Even if people were like, oh, it's just a phase or whatever, which it's not. <laughs> Sorry. But um, yeah, that's how it happened at work. And they sent that out and people were encouraging me. Then there was um, at work and a channel on Slack I wasn't in. They were asking for someone to be like the voice, the uh, the person for the company and in an ad in another country and they were like hey jess it's up your alley and i i was like hey i'm available and then next minute i'm shooting an ad <laughs> and i'm like yay so it's so cool and um and the whole reaching out thing i'm still waiting to hear back on the end part of it i think they're really busy but i saw on upwork 
um, this uh, independent uh, production studio, they uh, made a really fun adult animation and they were looking for male voice actors. And I clicked on their website and it looked so cool, so fun. It's like whales with legs is their website and it's like, welcome to Melville. It's super cool. And I was like, oh, male voice actors. And you can't write anyone on Upwork if you're like not actually proposing. So I'm searching for them everywhere. And I'm on Instagram like, hey, are you looking for female voice actors by any chance? I love this. This is exactly what I want to do. And then they don't get back forever. And then they're like, oh, so sorry. We haven't been on Instagram forever. Actually, <laughs> my buddy that like was voicing like some of the male ones that's also the co-producer and, and founder of it voice this bartender she's like a busty like whale woman and they couldn't find the right voice and they they already did the first pilot they're nominated for some awards or whatever and then he immediately writes back oh we checked your demo your voice is probably perfect can you like send us like this and this line from there and could you make it so the voice flap like fit like dub it so we can see if it matches and i had so much fun doing it, it like all day <laughs> I was like in the car. I was like, hey, hot cocks, you ready for another round? And I was like, and I'm recording it. And I'm like in the video editor on Microsoft, like moving because on the software, the dubbing feature is really wonky. It didn't really work the way it's intended to. So it took forever. And then I don't hear back. And I'm like, hey, I sent it by email. And then I saw eventually they like read it on a day where they had an award show or something. I was like, ah. So then I just reached out two weeks later. It's like, hey, just feedback. I don't know. Was I know you already said you couldn't find the right voice. So if it wasn't, that's fine. But feedback, but they haven't read it yet. And that would be, I, I absolutely love that. So I hope eventually they do still read it. And they're like, oh, snap. We forgot because they said they were going to dub it into the first episode. And then I could be part from there on to be one of those regular voices on that series that they're trying to get on the network. So that's like the one thing where the universe hopefully responds yeah but you and that's and that's the type of networking and grinding and stuff that you need to do you know you need to like think outside the box of just i need to audition for this job and if i get it i get it if i don't i don't it's like there's so many other ways to find work it's hard but it works you know or you know it there is the possibility of working it doesn't work all the time yeah, I saw but Kayla yeah, do it too. She saw some, like a character from a really popular YouTube animation. She's like, oh, it's so cute. Can I voice her? And then she got the part. And it's like one of those millions of followers. Like sometimes it really does work. And like you said earlier, the worst they can say is no. So I believe right. in that too. It's just finding it. People say they use Twitter a lot. I don't really, I can't really get into it. I try it every once in a while, but I don't know. How do you, you find, yeah. you find work on Twitter? <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I find auditions on Twitter. I'm not sure that I've actually I just. Yeah, I did. I did get a job on Twitter recently. Um, it's like a video game on this website called Newgrounds.com. And they they it's like Newgrounds.com is a website full of animation. That's actually. Now that I think about it, I just blew my own mind. That would be a <laughs> great place for voice actors to go and just message creators, maybe. And be like, hey, I'm I'm a voice actor, and I really love your animation. Um, I really love this these characters. Like, can I help you with a voice? And you might have to do it for free or very little pay, but at yep. least you're building your your resume and your video demo reel of original content. Because all the all the a lot of these cartoons that are on Newgrounds, they're flash animation, 
and there's also video games on there. And I've actually been a fan of this website for like 20 years. And then I like never, yeah, like I used to be on it a long time ago. And then I kind of just, you know, it's one of the ones that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember newgrounds.com. Ha, that was funny. (laughs) And then I saw this audition and I auditioned and I got the job and uh, as like a villain in this uh, uh, video game. And so, yeah, Twitter works sometimes. I, I don't like being on Twitter. It's so like toxic and gross. I know. I can't do it either. But that's, yeah. that's why I like a lot of the people that were like talking from the closing uh, credits, like one of the events, they say, well, that's where all the directors and like all the people are and people looking and the indies. And I don't even know, like you would think there would be way more space for these like indie productions that are popping up everywhere because of the streaming platforms to be there. Yeah. But they're so hard to find. Yeah. I mean, you just got like, you you can even um, Google like, uh, you you know, uh, uh, indie, indie developers, like top 10 indie developers or whatever, or top 100 indie developers. And there will be like a list of all the top 100 indie game or indie animation developers. And you just go one by one and you can email them very politely and and with your demo reel or animation reel or video reel or whatever you got and even a resume maybe and uh just email them be like hi i'm a voice actor and i you know i really love your work don't you know don't make it about you don't make it like i'm a voice actor and i'm looking for work and i was wondering if i can do a voice for your thing it's it's more like you know i i really like your work i you know so before you email them, go on their website and look at what they've done. Oh, definitely. Like, oh, this is cool, you know? <laughs> so yeah, and just be like, I, I really like your work and I would really love to work. Uh, um, I, I would really love to work together. And uh, here's my resume and my, my video animation reel. And uh, if you have any voiceover spots, um, I would love to work together because your your stuff is great, you know? Or something like that, you know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I agree like, with the whole. You got to be really careful with the I I I because that's not what it's about. It's yeah. about how can you help them, not how they how can they help you. You hear that a right. lot too. So that that's that's yeah, super super interesting, man. Yeah. But yeah, you, you could just like basically it's like cold calling, yeah, you know, developers or production companies, and the worst they could do is never email you back. Exactly, which is fine. Yeah. You could be ghosted, but if you like ask so many people, you'll even remember who you got. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Well, so. I did take a lot, a lot of your time, but it's so much fun talking. And I wish this was almost like a regular thing because I could just keep on going. Yeah, I mean, whenever you want, like, whenever you want me back on, or if you want me to be- come back on in the future, like, just let me know. I don't know. I'm here. Cool. So So for everyone out there, before you leave, um, thanks for tuning in and be on the lookout for what's next, who's next or whatever else.